how many does Firmino have? I, I don't even know. 70. I refuse How to many look. does KDB have? Yeah, but Kapoor scored... 69! But, hey, sure, Kapoor's sure. got one and two points less than De Bruyne and Firmino! But he does it. He's scored all those goals in four weeks. Points are points! <laughs>
You're yeah. just a guy well, like any other guy. Seemed questionable. Scott, would you agree that sometimes the squad selection seemed questionable? I said it last week. I said I should never feel like I'm smarter than the manager. And when Jurgen Klinsmann would roll out his lineups, I I never felt good about them. There's always something that you could question. And in, in the Mexico game, it turned out to be uh, you know, a nightmare. And if we're just three dummies and we can see that, like other smart people can see that, right? I mean, is that fair? Yeah, lots of people wondered what, what we said that. Why why that lineup? Why that formation? He was second all time for men's national team for for managers for games, wins and win percentage. Uh let's see here. Uh let's see. We have a very important World Cup qualifying game against our arch rivals Mexico. Hmm. Oh yeah, let's try a new formation. Stupid. Also, also I'm mad at DeAndre Yedlin. I will not play him. Yeah. Yeah. See where that got you? That got you out the door, Klinsman. You and your pride. Now, to, be fair, Zen, Yedlin. to be To be <laughs> fair. You think, he won I should 50, have checked Yedlin's to, tweets. To be he, fair, he won 55 matches. Yeah. And had a winning percentage of or just around 60, 64.3% win percentage. And he didn't lose just because we lost these first two World Cup hex matches. Uh, in, in fact, yeah, you know, lost, this is, he was out because we lost a gold cup. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that painful. was the beginning of the end. That was painful. There's no that, question. You know what, though, Brian, you might be right. That might have been the beginning of the end. Because the loss lo- to Mexico in that Confederations Cup playoff. Uh, there, I mean, there were key losses, and we had successes too. The fact that we got out of the group of death in the last World Cup was seen by many as an accomplishment. Um, getting to the semifinals in this past summer's Copa America. Yeah, it was good. Was good. But you're right, Dave. I had that epiphany this morning. We, as a country, soccer team, are not better than we were when he took over. We are a lot better on paper. And I think that's why he's gone. Ultimately, that's the reason why he got fired. Not because we weren't we were worse uh, on the pitch, but because we were better on paper and we weren't any better on the pitch. I'm... I'm- We've got all sorts of players. I they said can this play. back in the beginning of the summer, though, and, and we need to get on to the really, really important yeah. things here in a second. But where, where we had big strides, I felt like, were were Bobby Wood, Jordan Morris, um, some of our uh, other younger attacking players. Mm-hmm. Some of our defensive players seem to be really come along with John Brooks, DeAndre Yedlin, you know, Fabian Johnson. He's not young, but, I mean, obviously he's a great player at least for the U.S., but where we lacked is midfield development, and it continued to be a problem for the U.S. team, so much so that we looked like, again, forgive me, MLS lovers, Hmm. MLS team, the last couple times we went out, and when you're playing other teams that aren't playing like that, you're going to look foolish, and that's what was happening. Well, and part of it, too, is when you don't have a consistent system, a consistent formation, consistent personnel, that's going to happen. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to gel, especially in the midfield. That's where you're going to be exposed the most, and uh, and that's what we saw. I got to the point where it all hinged on Michael Bradley. Michael Bradley had a bad game. Everything fell apart in the midfield because no one else knew what they were doing either. Yeah. So uh, it's, I I think you know the rumor is that they're already talking to Bruce Arena about coming back, and that does not excite me. I'll be honest with you. However, where that might work is that Bruce Arena can take the the solid squad of players we have in the United States right now, and he could probably do something with it, given the fact that he's got some sort of tactical skill 
uh, he might know how to play these players best. So what, it, there's what, potential. What's sad for me, and I said this before we started, is is that we're going back, we're retreading Bruce Arena. Are you telling me there's not a a, a, a better, younger, you know, better coach to take there to are take a couple. the place? There are a couple out there, uh, but at this point, I think given the fact that we're so late in World Cup qualifying. I think that it makes sense as much as I don't love it. Like I said, I think it makes sense to take someone like Bruce Arena, who's been there before. He's gotten us to the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Then that seemed like a long time. A whole ago. lot less Four, talented 14 team. years ago. Yep. Now, those guys who played in it would probably argue against it, but let's be honest. Came out of nowhere, it seemed. And uh, and again, he's, he would have a much better squad this time around. It'd be interesting to see what could happen. There's, Maybe. There's hope. Selling me slightly. All right, good. Well, we're going to get to the matches now from this past weekend in the Premier League and discuss how it impacts your fantasy soccer lineup. My guess was you either benefited immensely or you were hurt pretty immensely this past weekend. We're going to do all your favorite things, including how to say with Brian J, which I think you're going to like. And we've, yeah. got, we've got a couple of fun things, too. We'll get some buy and sells of the week as well as uh, Brian's going to give us a yellow card update, something that's yeah, starting that's to impact. really important. Starting to impact lineups. It did last week. Is that similar to the injury roundup? You thought Jurgen getting fired is important. Wait till we get to the yellow, yellow card, card roundup. Uh, no. Update. Update. Yeah, you the yellow it, card yeah. update. No, it's an injury it's roundup. Injury roundup. roundup. What's wrong with me? we got to keep our yellow segments card straight. Forgive me. <laughs> All right, we'll begin with the first and biggest match of the weekend on paper, at least. It was pretty boring, though. Manchester United won, Arsenal won, a match that only Dave and other Arsenal fans and those United fans out there could love. Juan Mata and Olivier Giroud, one angry Olivier Giroud, get the goals. Hey, if you expected anything less than what you saw, don't blame me, because I told you that this is exactly what was going to happen. It was a snooze fest, man. It was I hard. It was hard to watch. There was not even any Zlatan antics. No, to help keep it's true. The the, the neutral fan you know, have some and, kind uh, of interest. Mourinho and Wenger played nice up. too. Yeah, the, the, I mean they didn't even throw punches. I know. Things things were they somewhat they didn't really speak about each other. But you know it'd been nice to see a little fireworks. No, I listen as a obviously a Homer Arsenal fan. I was disappointed with the result. When you look at it really? on paper, taking a point at Old Trafford, sure, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Most people would argue that. Mm-hmm. But Especially since you considering the, the forms of the team, considering each team's form coming into this game, United's playing without Zlatan. They, you know, they're having problems across the back with Chris Smalling and Luke Shaw not being in the squad. Valencia has a broken arm. Although, no, he doesn't. Although he looked great. It doesn't yeah, matter he if he, he has a broken amazing. arm or not. <laughs> um, but my point being is United has had no consistency all year. And Arsenal should have done better. They just should have. They didn't do bad. Hmm. They did okay. But if you want to be a championship team, you go in there and you take all three points. You kick a team while they're down. Arsenal still hasn't won at Old Trafford since 2006. I don't know, Dave. Ten I, years. I, I'm in an unusual. A long time. I'm in an unusual position here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna defend your club. I think this was a good point. Really? I really do. I think that. I mean, they did not dominate play at all. Uh, you know, they had the higher amount of possession in the match, but United had the better chances. Uh, and you know, this was not Arsenal's day. This is one of those matches where. There's days when you go out and you win. 
And then there's days when you go out and, and it's you not. Survive. That's exactly right. And that's what they did. They got a point. They snatched a point late uh, well, at Old Trafford. Wenger said a, after the game, he said, last year we would have lost this game. And mean, in other words, like the last couple of years, to your point, what you just said, this would probably have been a game they would have lost one nothing, And they found a way in this game. Giroux comes in. It's a smashing header. I mean, he was like, yeah, it was great. like super Michael Jordaning his way through the air, um, like skying over Ramsey and just, or it wasn't Ramsey, he was subbed off by them. Yeah, that's another was... problem right there. Aaron Ramsey, I think that's a problem of, I think that the squad selection was a problem with me. Having Ramsey in there. Why do you hate Aaron Ramsey? Ramsey? I don't. I love Ramsey. But he and O's will play the same position. They both play their best as a, in the number 10 position. And when Ramsey's healthy, Wenger, within this past year or whatever, he would either put Ramsey or Ozil out in the wing. Neither one play well there. And it's a waste there. And when you have other players like Chamberlain and Awobi who are fresh, on the bench, ready to play, and or have been starting in that position, you are instantly taking away that side of the field. And, and Ramsey is good, not in that position. And or move him back and play him next to Conklin or next to Elneny or Xhaka or however, whoever you want to play in front of the defense. But playing Ramsey on the wing is a waste, and it completely, in my opinion, disrupted the flow of, of the, the game and what Arsenal has been doing up to this point because Ramsey has been injured over the last six, seven weeks and has not been playing in that position. And Arsenal has looked very good going forward. Was that your Arsenal moment? I guess so, impromptu, right there. There you go. Boom. Hey, good news for you guys. You're one of only two teams that have yet to concede a goal in the first 15 minutes of a game. So good on good on Arsenal. That's so heck, I can sleep. I could have slept in a little bit. That's a yeah, yeah. Stat. Where were you yeah, on that sure. one Saturday morning? I don't know. <laughs> sleeping in. Right? Probably sleeping in. <laughs> hey, Santi Cathorla did not play again for the fourth straight week. Yep. Sent to Barcelona to a specialist. Yeah, not good. To, to look at his lingering Achilles injury. The reason why I say this is Arsenal, if you look at the record when Santi plays, their record is so much better than when he doesn't play. And I don't have the stat in front of me, so forgive me for mentioning it without having the stat. Nice one. But just take my word for it. 3-3-4 three, three, stat zone or whoever Brian loves to four, use. 4-4-2 four, stat zone. Okay. They Sponsor probably, this three, four, four. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. So forgive me for insulting you. Men on the pitch. Bottom line. Is when Santi is in the lineup, it makes everything Arsenal wants to do so much better. Him going to a specialist in Barcelona to see it for his Achilles, probably getting the same shots that Valencia got in his arm. Because <laughs> how do you say HGH, Brian? How do you say HGH in Spanish? In Spanish, we don't know. But uh, Santi's about to ask. I think Santi's asking currently. So, anyways, I hope for his sake that this had the same effect that Valencia had and. We can move on with things, but they, they need him. They need him in the lineup. For United, Juan Mata and Antonio Valencia, we already mentioned, look good. How many yeah. times does Mata have to come bail out Marine? Like, Mourinho won't play him, won't play him, and he starts him, and oh, oh wow, there's Juan Mata saving us again, and then he'll go back to bench obscurity. What yeah. What's up with that? If you knew he was going to start. You'd, you would, yeah. You would own you'd, him. You'd, to, you would. He would be one of the highest transferred in players. That's right. Seven point four billion dollars. That's cheap. That is really cheap for what you get when he plays at the midfield. Yeah, at, midfield yes. position. Yeah, it's true, and uh, it's just unfortunate that you never do know. 
is oftentimes last in, first out. Hey, real quick, before we move on for this game, because I hate Mourinho, so okay. I just want to crush him when yeah. I can. all right. Anthony Martial, last year, ripping the cover off the ball. Was awesome, right? Yeah. After they got, did they, they sign him in January? Or it might have been the beginning of the year, but bottom line is he had a great year all year. This year with Mourinho, what's he done, Brian? He's not even playable. Is 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 Mourinho hazarding him? Mm-hmm. I don't. Just know. wondering. Martial was never to the creative level of players. Creative players in Mourinho's systems seem to disappear. They are stifled. Well, they're no yeah, and there, people have talked about even Rashford how kind of tame Rashford looks since he's even as much as he's been playing. I don't know. I, I it could be. I mean, how many big name players do they have to have to underachieve? I mean, what else can Paul Pogba not do? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, seriously. I especially don't seeing Conte come into Chelsea and look what Chelsea's doing now, right? Let's and not, we'll talk. We'll, about we'll that get later. there. I know, yeah, but we'll my look. point being is Mourinho. I just want to let's bash him. I want to bash him while he's down. Keep him oh, down. Man. Kick him back to Portugal. See you, buddy. Dave, well, I do have a, well, speaking, well, go ahead. What man. I was going to say, the, other, the only other thing is, is time to buy back Zlatan, question mark? I actually would say yes. Uh, the only reason why, are, are you moving on, Scott? Uh, no. The whole point is that their schedule. <laughs> I don't think they I have, could if I wanted to. Look, they're one of those teams that have a long run coming up of matches against mostly bottom half. Or, or yeah. thereabouts defenses, and it's a it's a lot. It's like their next eight, where they have you know here and there sprinkled in you know with most of those most of those matches. You get a, a home match against Spurs in three weeks, uh, home against Liverpool in like seven weeks. But otherwise, it's a whole bunch of the bottom half teams. Yeah, I'm just saying. This is kind of a he's, it's kind of a Harry Kane thing that we talked about last week. You're never going to get him cheaper than this. He's eleven point one. I mean, would you play him over Aguero? Um, Aguero, he's cheaper than Aguero. He would have if either you shuffle him, either either you shuffle things around to make him your second striker, or you save yourself a couple a couple bucks and and make him your lead striker these, for, uh, for and transfer out Aguero. In his price range, these are guys we're talking about playing him over because these are probably I mean it's really just it's a short it's, list. Aguero, Lukaku, Defoe or Costa. Right? So Defoe's well, cheap enough or Harry Kane. That's right, Harry Kane. Okay. He's down Kane, I was looking, oh, yeah, at, I was I was looking just, at the top of the I was just thinking list. yeah, I was thinking that in the that Kane, Lukaku and Kane, Lukaku okay. and Costa are Great all question. probably in that same in that same range. Mm. You could probably you could I'm Scott, down on Lukaku. Kane or right. um Ibrahimovic. Right now you you can make a good case both ways. I like Harry Kane. Okay, Brian Kane or Ibrahimovic. I'm going to say Harry Kane, but I would but tend not, to agree, but not because. But I, that could be just recency bias. I don't want to. I don't want to throw what, Zlatan out. What have you done for me lately? Sort of thing. I actually would probably lean Ibrahimovic. Um, Lukaku, Scott. Well, that's right. We'll get there. All right, fair enough. We'll get there. Don't forget. Either this way, thing. Arsenal still. Arsenal still has one of the best upcoming schedules. They go home. Home. Cherries at West Ham, home Stoke for the next three, I know, and then beyond that, they still have some. Pe- they still have people might be asking themselves, "What's is Drew going to end up starting?" No, 
I don't know. No. Maybe. I don't think so. There's I, an article this week that said that he's angry about basically being Arsenal's super sub, but that's where Wenger wants him right now. Yeah. And it's but, working. I know, but here's the thing. He, uh, they, he can't keep coming in bailing him out. Yes, um, he can. Absolutely, he can. You can. He comes in and provides something entirely different after seventy-five minutes. When you've been defending Arsenal a certain way, that's true. For seventy-five that's minutes, true. all of a sudden you bring Giroud in, one cross in the box, heads it in like a champ, which off his is happening French a lot. Forehead. And it's not. It's not coincidence anymore. That is. That is Arsene Wenger bringing in something new late in a match, and teams aren't able to adjust to the point where they can keep those goals out. It is working. It should not be changed. The only question I have is, do you put Giroud in your fantasy lineup well, knowing he's going to play 15 minutes a week? Never. Not for Probably his not. His price is 8.8. .8. It's a weird price. In other words, like it's not down in the Defoe, Rondon, uh, Charlie Austin range, mm -hmm. sort of. Right. It, it's like one knock up, yeah. but it's... He's it's in below. between tier one and tier yes, two. Yes, yeah. it's a weird price. He but, should be and I don't know what the, to do with he that. He should be in the Victor and Nietzsche B price range is where he should be. <laughs> I agree, and Brian. At that price, I agree. At that price, then it's some worth people would about. think about it. That's right. But I he agree. just keeps scoring goals, so that value is not going to go now down. That he's, now that he's fit again. Because for that, for, cause for when the he beginning was, wasn't Yeah, the fit. whole beginning of the season, he's not even, he's not even available. And now that you know you're going to get, yeah, exactly, 15 to... 35 minutes from him. Yeah. Which is uh, how long we've been on this game. Yeah. Let's move it. That's that's <laughs> a very good point. Southampton, nil. Liverpool, nil. Those of us who are Virgil owners probably didn't play him, expecting a goal explosion once again, but who knew he'd get a clean sheet like everyone else on both of these clubs? Yeah. It's perfect for both of these teams league stats up to this point in the season. Saints have dropped more points from a leading position than any other team. Eight points. From a leading position. Yes, as in, like, as in while they, they were in first. front, yes, while they were leading, they then this, end up drawing or losing. Got you, so but this was 0-0. Zero, zero. Right. This okay. is what I'm saying. Okay, fair <laughs> If you'd let me finish. <laughs> Forgive me, by all means. The end of it will help... Clarify it Thank all. Thank you. Thank you. I need that. Liverpool have gained more points from a losing position than anyone else in the Premier League. Ah. But when no one scores a goal, neither of those things matter, matter one time. Fair enough. In my face. That's the whole point. And that is Southampton Liverpool moment. <laughs> as, um, as I was checking out both of these teams, I started to realize in a very interesting way, which some people might have already owned some Southampton defenders, yeah. as in Jose Font and or, and I don't even know Probably if I'm saying Virgil. his name, Font. It might be Fonte. Is it Fonte? I, I don't know. It. Maybe we'll maybe have to we'll ask talk Brian Jay sometime, some Scott. Other time, yeah. But Virgil Van Dyke, VVD, uh, a lot of people, Scott, you've already referenced him. So I would say this, their upcoming schedule, Brian. Yeah, it's great. Is really good for Southampton defenders and Fra Fraser Forrester. They play not only good, David. Between now and February twenty fifth, they basically only play two of the current top seven in any match between now February and the end 5th? of February. The end yes. of February, three months. They play. They play Tottenham on December twenty eighth. They play Everton twice. 
next week. They play them next week. And then again on January 2nd. Otherwise, the rest of the matchups between now and February lower 25th table teams? Are, are mid Good or grief. lower table teams. I'm not joking. I was going to say. Is it time to buy Charlie buy Austin? Buy Charlie Austin. Is it time to buy Southampton Defenders? I, I had this listed here. Bertrand, you know, Font. All Bertrand Font in, Van Dyke. In, in Van Dyke. They're at 5.4 to 5.5. They're, they're, those are reasonably priced defenders. Those are average price defenders. And if Dusan Tadic had not broken his nose, <laughs> I might even say, well, think I, about I, one, I why think not of, think about him. Why not think about Redmond as your Nathan like, Redmond, fifth, fifth midfielder? If you knew that Sofian Buffal was going to play significant minutes. Yeah. The, guy, the guy's got to emerge at some point. You would think. You would think. Them. You would think. But. And I'll also say this. We always talk about Liverpool's offensive capabilities. Their, their defenders, mm-hmm. at least three of them, Nathaniel Klein, Lovren, and Matip, because Milner is not included in that group. Right. But their Matip scores last five games, 7-2-7-2-6. Lovren, 7-2-7-0-6. Klein, Nine two one two nine. Liverpool's upcoming schedule is great. might be better than Southampton's. Yeah, it continues to be really good. I don't see why their good run of matches doesn't benefit the defense. Only it's less because they still. This is one of the first times they haven't managed to concede a goal somewhere along it's the line. It's a big line. deal. Big deal not to concede this. It's only their second clean sheet. Look, Southampton. I, I, but I'll say this for Southampton. And maybe this was a Tadic effect of not having him on the field. They they had zero shots on target. They had three shots, zero on target. That's not good. That's not good at all. They had one corner. They spent a lot of time defending. I mean, Liverpool yeah, it was, was a, lucky but, not to score. But Liverpool's Achilles heel, uh, if you can say they have one. was ridiculously he missed, unlucky. Yeah. He missed yeah. the easiest shot. Of yeah. it was probably a lot of teams, most of the time, sp- spend the game defending Liverpool leaving them open to counterattacks. Sure. And that's what's happened most of the year. This did not happen Correct. today. So anyway. You know what's interesting as a Liverpool fan, it's 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 encouraging. Obviously, you know, I, I you take a nil nil result like this as a bit of a gut punch. You want to win every match. Obviously that drawing this match meant losing first place in the table uh, for the weekend. Not that big of a deal though. This is a good point. Didn't concede. Uh, that was a good thing. Um, and you keep hearing every club's manager or some of the players when they speak to the press after playing Liverpool it's starting to happen now on a regular basis uh uh did it this weekend saying this is the best team I've ever played against or this is the best Liverpool team I've ever seen or this is one of the best clubs I've ever seen in this league like certain things like every week we're starting to see one or two guys come out and say that every week now obviously they're second in the table so take that for what it's worth but it's encouraging uh, as a Liverpool, I'm having my own Liverpool I mean, moment. Well, I can second. just feel yeah. the feel the intensity right now. It's encouraging to see. Yeah. I hate doing this because inevitably, 1920ths of our listenership is is checking out right now because they're not Liverpool fans. But uh, you know, it's it's the kind of thing where uh, it's encouraging. And with the schedule coming up, I mean, Sunderland in inform Sunderland coming up this weekend. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll be uh, back on track. So, yeah, the the points were down for the midfielders for the typical goal scorers. 
Well, uh, Virgil, who would have thought? Clean sheet, font, clean sheet, Bertrand, same thing. But I was going to say, that's what happens. First of all, the midfielders didn't score. So, but that's not changing any of our opinions on any no, Liverpool midfielders. No. We talked about them enough. Yes, and I just well, wanted to bring you've up changed their your tune on Southampton, though. Like we have talked about how, like, where have they been? Like they have had some down weeks, and they now, have. Now we're now they're we're looking up on them to come around a little bit. I'm not saying sell sell the farm and buy them all, but I'm just saying, hey, might not be a bad idea to own one of them. With their no, schedule I don't, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Uh, two, three other things. Nathaniel Klein is impressive. Every time I've seen him play, I think Nathaniel Klein is really good. I think Nathaniel Klein was also a little unlucky to not score. He had a pretty open yeah. header that he. Are these Cameron Jerome nominees? <laughs> no, not. I don't Firmino, think so. Firmino. Firmino is a little bit. Coutinho had a good chance. To uh, Lalana is going to be out at least the Sunderland match. Possibly more. Yeah. Klopp saying two to three weeks at before last week. So that's not probably good. Coutinho left a hospital getting an MRI. That was the last, like one of the last reports of him before the before the match. So and then it was, he was made out there. everyone nervous. Not just because he's already making people nervous after the international break. Uh, and then the then reports were of him leaving, seen leaving a hospital, <laughs> only to find out it was for a, an MRI on his hamstring, and he plays a full ninety. I, I just yeah. I feel I like do that, attribute, I feel like that's gonna just happen. That's I do attribute day. this to the international break a little bit too. I think if this is not coming off the international break, I think you have two two or three nil. I really do. Middlesbrough nil, Chelsea one. Lone goal from Diego Costa. Six clean sheets in a row. Kudos to Middlesbrough, though. They almost they almost pulled off a, another one against Chelsea, just like they have against uh, Arsenal. Chelsea, and was it United before Cost, that? Costa gets his his garbage tap in goal. Like like five people surround the ball, and he seems to be the only one quick enough to just tap it in. I mean, how many? I've never seen anyone in my life score as many. Garbage tap-in goals as the evil Diego Costa. But it's at a point where that's not coincidence anymore either. Right? I guess not. Sure, count on it. I mean, it, why, why not? He's a it's like, it's leading like, scorer in the league. It's like refusing to believe in Mikhail Antonio headers. If, can keep, if Antonio's going to score, it's going to be a header. You can keep not believing in it, but it's going to keep happening to you. Um, that's only their 13th goal they've conceded. This year, Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, but they only you scored, what? They only scored ten. They only scored ten. But <laughs> right. still, like they, I mean, and, wait, wait, Middlesbrough is the new West Brom. That's what you're saying. Middlesbrough. Look, they did it. They did it without George Friend, which is sad Aww. because after I said bye, buy him, <laughs> run to get him. He of picks course. up a knee injury in training. He missed the match. I tore Karanka. Saying it was a minor knee injury. It is not a minor injury. It's a knee injury that's going to keep him out for weeks. Oh. This is a weeks and weeks. That's so not apparently and a, a knee, major injury is career ending. A knee injury to George Friend is a knee injury to, to us, us all. all. I right. agree. That's yes, exactly absolutely. Right. Middlesbrough or Chelsea's upcoming schedule. Spurs at City, West Brom at Sunderland. Then a whole bunch of really good ones after those after two tough yeah. ones. Yeah, and we will find out who they are in the next two matches. I, I referenced this a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We've you used to be hey, 
No one's even worth thinking about other than Costa. And good gosh, you got their entire defense. Cartois is the second leading goaltender. You have three of the, out of the top eight defender scorers are Chelsea players. What is going on, and what for world we live, Brian? I don't know. I mean, it's a clean sheet world, and Chelsea Chelsea reigns. I will say this: that they also provide something that fantasy owners covet: the same starting eleven every week. True. I'll say this: Can I give you some numbers, Scott? I'd love some. Cahill last five games: six, fourteen, six, six, eight. Aspilicueta six, seven, eight, six, five. Marcus Alonso. Six eight six thirteen six. Yeah, good. Gosh. You could throw in every. You could probably look at every. Uh, the starting eleven is is essentially the same every week, just about the same. And you you've got you've got seven or eight guys that you can play and know that you're going to get at least a six from them when they start. You, you know, it's really annoying. Please, sure. I uh, I captained Hazard. Mm. And the one guy who didn't score big yeah. this week and. Can I read you his last five games? Yeah, I'd love to. Because everyone's tired of hearing numbers at this point. 8, 8, 14, 19, 4. Which one of those <laughs> did I captain him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can all guess that. Uh, hey, surprising name on the list. Pedro at $7.2 billion. Last five games, 6, 13, 3, 16, 3. Pedro is thriving mm-hmm. in... Chelsea's recent success. As is Victor Moses. But my point being, he's now he's I'm not comparing him to his to Hazard, but he's three billion dollars less. Sure. It's it's seven point two. You can still get some points for a lot less money. I do have a fantasy half point to give out in this match because he's not going to get fantasy points any other way except through my honorary mm. half point. Uh, I am referring to one Adama Traore. The man has a he has a, a, an ability to look impressive on a very unimpressive club, Middlesbrough. Um, I will just throw out this one stat. This is where why I'm giving him my honorary half point. Adama Traore completed 12 dribbles in this match, more than any other player in a single Premier League game this season. Thank you, BBC. And Dave wants to know what that means to dribble. <laughs> I just want to know, how, how do you complete a dribble? I think that's just... Like, what... it's at what point does someone go, yep, that's a completed dribble. My my understanding, of, my understanding of dribble <laughs> is that you... That's, uh, that is when you successfully... Uh, you have the ball in your possession and you successfully... Uh, move around a player. Yeah, the defender doesn't uh, get to which the I ball. thought. Which I I feel like is it the same as a take on? Look, all of this <laughs> stuff. The point is, Chelsea is Chelsea is annoyingly good for people who don't like Chelsea. Uh, Diego Costa is on four yellow cards for seemingly forever now. This weekend, if if Della Delhi <laughs> cannot get the fifth out of him, then no somebody one, then from no one Ta- if somebody from Tottenham cannot get that fifth yellow out of him. Musa Dembele, surely. Somebody Oh can. yeah. That's right. They they had a rumble last time oh, they yeah. played, didn't they? Dembele somebody can egg him on into that. Chelsea fifth took yellow. the credit for giving Leicester the title. But he's bastards. been. But either, either people have stopped trying to egg him on, 
Or it's just been a whole bunch of teams that don't have an instigator. I don't know. There was a moment. Or during... it could be that maybe, maybe uh, the the a little angel and devil Costas that are sitting on his left and right shoulder. Yeah. Maybe the angel Costa keeps uh, talking him out of uh, going crazy. <laughs> there was a moment during this match this past weekend where they were line. He was lining up as part of the wall in the uh, eighteen yard box before a free kick. And he just, he had this genuine smile that came across his face. Now, I think it was because the referee was accusing him of doing something that he wasn't doing. And he just kind of laughed it off. But for a moment, I saw what a nice Diego Costa could look like. And you know what I did? I got angry at myself. I you cannot. Start, start Don't be fooled by like, the evil cannot, Diego Costa. It's cannot, the same smile as when the Grinch comes up with his evil plan yeah. to steal all of the presents in Whoville. Um, That's right. Yeah, great analogy, Brian. Hillary Clinton's blue wall may have cracked, but my hatred for Diego Costa will not. No. Look, I think that Agreed. to go a level deeper, all of the on the, the angel and devil um, Costas that sit on his shoulder, each of them... Have Antonio Conte uh, <laughs> on their no shoulders. Doubt. Angel and Devil Contes that sit on the Angel and Devil Costas. <laughs> hey, Costa's the only one in double figures for goals so far this year. So credit to him for staying on the pitch so he can uh, score did them. Did you hear that? Did you hear what was behind that comment? I, I'm did not you a hear fan that, of Brian? Him. Listen, they're the Listen, they're Ebra. You were referencing Ebra in that you're like, oh, he's the only one with double figures as far as. <laughs> Listen, the... Ebra has too many goals at this stage of the year for my prediction to feel <laughs> solid. So I'm 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 not feeling good about that. Crystal Palace one, Manchester City two. This was a fun one. Yeah, it was. This was a weird, a weird fun one. Surreal is not even strong enough a word. City got lucky. Palace should have drew this. Connor Wickham scores for Crystal Palace. A nice, nice single effort by Connor Wickham off his left foot, uh, only to be deterred by a a brace from some guy I haven't seen play all year, Dave. Yeah. Fantasy Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. <laughs> Where'd he come from? Lazarus. <laughs> I know. I don't know when I develop a lift, but it happened right there. <laughs> I don't. I'm pretty know. sure it's Lazarus. I was gonna let it. I was gonna let it go, but Brian wanted to bring it That's up. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, Brian, who is this guy, and how do we say his name? I don't know. We should probably look into this. Okay. <laughs> There's only one song that's right for this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want. You gotta sing it the whole time. No, no, no. I want. <laughs> At least the instrumental version of No Limit by Two Unlimited. If I can do that, that, I will do that. I want that slightly underneath all of this because I want it running through everyone's heads. For today's how to say, for today how to say, (laughs) we're going to dig a little deeper than usual, which is odd because we're talking about a Manchester City player. Ah, a Manchester City all those big name players, it's kind of like having a La Liga club right here in the Premier. Oh, yeah. Well, this player might be a little bit unfamiliar to some people out there. I don't know. You may not have heard of this guy. If you're new to fantasy, then you don't even know who this guy is. His, his first name is Nianieri. Yes, it is see that Nianieri. Curveball. Curveball. No one ever calls him that except maybe his family, who are originally from the Ivory Coast. Yes, another Ivorian. The Ivory Coast is quickly becoming my Scandinavian J <laughs> of African name pronunciations. <laughs> Thanks, dudes. 
Anyway, this 33-year-old Manchester City midfielder has, for, for being such an unknown, has garnered lots of accolades in his career. Yeah, he's 33. Wow. Is he, Afri- Is he on the coaching staff? No, no, he's a player. Yeah. African Footballer of the Year four years in a row between 2011 and 2014. Did you know that? Wow. Manchester City's Player of the Year in 2013. Such an unknown to get such an honor. He was even named Personality of the Year at the 2014 MTV Africa Music Awards. Maybe his highest There's such a thing? Yes, there is. Was it because of his song? It's an entire continent. They should have their own MTV. Why not? I guess so. He's probably best known, though, for his recent three-month high school teen relationship-level lover's quarrel with manager Pep Guardiola. (laughs) You apologize. Not until you treat me nice. (laughs) <laughs> Say you're sorry. No, you. <laughs> Thankfully for all of us, Yaya finally apologized to Pep. Pep and Yaya. Yaya and Pep. <laughs> Sounds like the start to the theme song of the most lovable buddy comedy ever. Look, we all know who this is. You just didn't know that his first name was actually Yanieri. Yanieri. I still don't know. Yaya. Torre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Torre. No. Yeah, yeah, Torre. Anyway, look, everybody knows who Yaya is. Where did that come from? Where did that come That's the question, right? Did it just... No that... one even knew that he was going to be in a starting lineup. No one knew that his agent, his agent, which also Pep said had to apologize to him. I'm I guess... not sure he actually did. I don't think the agent. Well, maybe we apologized. just don't. Maybe he did, but not in a public manner. Maybe I think Pep just accepted Yaya's apology though, and said, "Let's move on. I need you after the international break." I know he literally goes from from complete obscurity yeah. to fantasy relevance worst, in one week. Worst so, news for Ilkay Gundogan owners who yeah he was added, which is, which is weird because they're not even close to the same style of in player. the last two weeks. Gunduan was transferred in by almost half over half a million managers. Yep. His price had gone up, and then he gets rested, and you think, "Oh, that's just this is rotational. This is just this is more tinkering with the Manchester City lineup." Sterling's Sterling's bitten it from this. Almost everyone's David Silva's definitely been yeah. affected by it, and then Yaya comes in and destroys, just destroys everybody. Like, he's already so Ilkai was was uh, transferred in over half a million times, and now already this round is the fourth most transferred out oh, yeah. player. So I mean, that's really I mean that's tough that's to hard. bail on a guy so yeah. quickly. But well, man, I will say this: it's as you know as happy as fantasy owners can be with Chelsea's consistency. It is frustrating from a fantasy standpoint that Pep is rotating this squad so much. And you can look at that in multiple ways. One way, though, that you have to be excited if you're just a fan of Manchester City is that with all the matches coming up, I mean, we're going to have some double match weeks coming up here soon. Uh, We're going to have, you know, obviously there's Champions League group stages finishing up for them. Uh, We're going to start, we're continuing on into the Cups and starting with the FA Cup soon after the new year. There's a lot of matches coming up in the next couple of months. And of all the clubs, City is in the strongest uh, place with the number of guys they have that can step in and play. 
Yeah, that's probably fair. It, it's weird. I, you, it's almost like you'd just forgotten that he was on the team. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, hey, and it, I'd love to hear his last five, Yaya's last five scores. You can't. Oh, Scott, here's Yaya's <laughs> last five scores. Zero, 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 15. One thousand. <laughs> yeah. Look, I I don't know how you would own anyone on Manchester City except for the Brown and, and Aguero. Aguero. You just, I feel like you just can't. And even KDB with another assist. Yeah, three straight. And as the Premier League referred to him, immune to the rotation of, of what's going on there. Uh, he, he did sit out a couple of yeah, but starts, he had like but a he came injury, in off the bench. Yeah, so it he was, was hurt. Yeah, he wasn't fully fit. Um, Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. Four straight assists. Yeah. I Weird. mean, but listen, so those, those people who have Gundogan who are concerned with him, his playing time now, at the same sort of price, Gundogan is a 5.8 and Zaha is a 5.3. Save yourself some bucks. You can save yourself a few billion dollars, but also someone who's, number one, he's going to be in Palace's lineup every week. Yep. And his last five games, this isn't great, but again, if you're looking for a fifth midfielder that plays and gets and has a chance at some points, his last five games, 2-6. Five five six. That's that's pretty good. That's not bad. And they go to Swansea this coming weekend, which is a favorable mm-hmm. fixture for him. And if they're able to hold a clean sheet, you know, obviously as a midfielder, he'll get a couple more points. So I mean, it's yeah. absolutely worth looking into. One last thing: the more things change, Yaya Torre, the more they stay the same. Vincent Company. Yeah, poor Vincent. He looked rough. How many more? I mean, what other injury can the guy pick up before you just kind of say? Think the MLS might be my <laughs> might need to head to the to the football retirement. It is sad. All all listen, it, but it happens in in most big time athletes' careers, right? You eventually get to that point where you gotta make some decisions, and he might be getting to that point. He still got the skills. It's just it's, some of it's just been bad luck, bad timing. I mean, this was friendly fire in this case. Claudio Bravo taking him out. It was a it was a good tackle. <laughs> um. If there's a reason to not own Aguero, it's mm. that it's just that they're for the next basically eleven weeks, they kind of go alternating good and not so good matchups. Where you see a, where you, if you look at the Premier League, if you go to the player name and, and you click on fixtures, you can see the Premier League kind of has a pre-sorted list of green to to maroon. Uh, of of the of the strength of of the matchup the for each for each player. Yeah, you don't get a lot of like compared to say Manchester United for that's why for Zlatan you have a lot of green coming up and a lot of a lot of bottom half or right. thereabouts defenses. City doesn't really have that. They okay. go at Burnley, then they're home to Chelsea, then they're at Leicester, which is which at Leicester is not at Leicester is not great. Uh, home to Watford, which is fine, and then they're home against Arsenal. Like, you're, yeah, that's that's not like a cake schedule. It's not the easiest. It's definitely not something where you'd say, "Oh, he can never score against that wall." Sure. But at the same time, comparative to some other guys, where you're like, well, "Hey, they've got a lot of really favorable matchups." And this is how I mean. This is he's, he's the most expensive player. He's right, thirteen point one. Right, he. But you know what? He scored nine points less than Jermaine Defoe. Yes. 
And Defoe is like what in the sevens, seven point something. Yeah, Defoe's seven point eight maybe. Killing it right now. I, I, you know, Lukaku, he's got eight points behind him. I, I just, at what point do the does the points, you know, and price, all of a sudden now you're and Scott, you love this, you're losing value. Granted, he's probably the best striker in the league. I'm not questioning that, and you'd think that the talent that surrounds him is be good enough, but he has not been nearly consistent as as some of the guys around him. What's scary is that he hasn't gotten hurt yet. Like, this is what he's doing with decent health. He's always bound to get an injury or two and be out for a few weeks. It happens every year. That hasn't happened yet, so and it's only going to... Just think how could, good they could be, Brian, if Iannaccio was playing. That's true. That's what we need. We need more Iannaccio anyway. feel bad for that guy that he has to ride the, ride the pine. It's true. Tottenham 3, West Ham 2, best finish of oh, the man. weekend. So the first goal for Spurs, as if we didn't have enough Harrys in London, Harry Winks. I didn't know where you were going with that. Harry Kane put in two extremely late goals, uh, which offset Mikel Antonio and Lanzini's PK. If you are smart enough or bold enough, I guess, maybe better to hold on to... to Young Min Son, you got two assists from yeah. Son in Guess this sold one. Him this week. Oh man! Yeah, I got Sigurdsson though, so it wasn't terrible. No, no, not at all. Son, two assists. Janssen makes up for his blunder by assisting. Uh, I think he assisted. Son, I think he. I, assisted. I love the stat of getting the assist on the penalty. Yes. Son did, by the way, in slow motion, he did an amazing job of making his leg available to get slid into. Yes. In the box. On the byline, he and I think it was Nordvite were, were chasing a ball down to the byline inside the box as Nord, he, Son knew that, that Nordvite had gone to ground. And he kind of stuck his leg back over in the area of the ball, knowing, in, in my opinion, knowing he, he was going to get mm -hmm, clipped. Mm -hmm. And he's right, and he did get clipped. It was a penalty. It was not a bad call. And they got the penalty. Brian. Yeah. West Ham. This is the West Ham that, oh. that I envision seeing this year. Okay, look, A West Ham yeah. with with Sako up front, with Coyote. Coyote. I, Coyote. I say it wrong every time. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Y-L-E Kuyate. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that is not his nickname, it is get now. on it. Yeah, IU. Payet. Payet. Yep. Cresswell. Cresswell. Antonio. Antonio. Mm -hmm. This is the West Ham Winston team. Reed coming in to the crush only thing two that assists. Was, the only thing that we were missing was... Andy Carroll's... Adrian. Andy Carroll's what? man bun... That's what Bo we're missing. Bottom line is, this is a West Ham team who's leading 2-1 to one in the 89th minute against a Tottenham team who hasn't lost all year. West Ham's about to give them their first loss all year. And yep. you know what happened? They found a way somehow to choke it away and, and just blunder it, giving up the penalty. And, and Nordvite was a sub for Payet. I mean, it's, <laughs> if, if you're Slavin Bilic, you got to be just kicking yourself. Yeah. Because you subbed in five minutes earlier the guy who went yeah. to ground and got the penalty and, and gave it up. Can you imagine how different the, the narrative would be if West Ham had gotten that win? <laughs> yes, it's crazy. It's crazy. The turnaround of the year. two or three yeah. minutes in the game could change everything. Um, and 
uh, Rebecca Lowe during the during the either halftime or post match uh, talked about like made it made it more of a uh, less tabloid headline grab, more uh, I guess more legitimate. Dimitri Payet actually uh, mentioning reports of D- D- Dimitri Payet possibly wanting to move on if things don't improve for West Ham, which stinks so this because is, this was so a this perfect. Is, so I know that you have improving a, jumping point. Yeah, and it could have been, and like we said last week, this is a this is a gauntlet that they are entering into, yeah, and if this is a sign this. of things to come for this gauntlet, yeah. I'm sorry, West I, Ham, but there is no way. I mean, I want West Ham to be good. I do too, and I know you do. I I definitely want them to be good, and this is it was sad for them. This is this is it's not just losing, but also how you lose, and this is one of those where I felt this way for Sunderland before they started winning a couple of games. Like you just you had to feel bad as a human being for Slavin Bilic and these West Ham players because of the way they lost this match. Obviously, for Spurs, the great run continues. There's there's a little bit of separation now on the table. There's a top five right now, and there's five points then that separates those five clubs from sixth place Manchester United. So there's a little bit of separation. Or Tottenham is squarely in there uh, because they won this match. It's just crazy. If you're Billich, you're going into this match, and I really like Slavin Billic, and he's like, he's thinking to himself, this is it, man. Finally, we finally got our full team for the most part out there, and we're playing it. You know, we're playing at Spurs. Yeah, sure, it's a tough place to play. But, hey, we we got a chance here. He, yeah. All he's been asking for this whole year is a chance. Like you say, you want you want those, you know, an away match against the top against the top five club. Oh, he'd you, take a draw all day. desperately would take. I mean, any yeah. point and, is, is good. In two minutes, you go from possibly winning the match to losing the match, not even just taking – a good away point at yep. Spurs. Stinks. I hated it. I hated um, it. Hated it. Spurs. Spurs in their next five have. They go at Chelsea, home Swansea, at United, home Hall, home Burnley. So you get two tough ones, three pretty uh, not easy ones, but pretty get, easy. But three. I mean, you play all three. You play Swansea, Hall, and Burnley. Three of your next five at home. I mean, this is exactly why you say Harry Kane is essential. Well, and it's true. And again, like this is, I just don't think you're going to get him cheaper than you're going to get him right now. I would agree with that. That's probably the, 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 the takeaway point from this game is that comment. I will say this to, to piggyback on that. Kane's last two games, he's only been back two games since his injury time off. Uh, eight and 13 his last two games. But total on the year, he's played in seven games and has five goals. It's great. Okay, so that's impressive. It's a great and record. To Brian's point, buying him now at a ten point eight, he's probably not going to be cheaper. Yeah, I would imagine than his, right, price, than his price right will now. probably be going up yeah. soon. Watford two, Leicester one. Etienne Capou scoring again. There he is in thirty three seconds. Also got some bonus points. Roberto Pereira puts in the second. Capou got me ten points this week. Riyad Mahrez. Capou's last. Last eleven matches, one, one, zero, one, one. It's like the binary code of, Not true, of Brian, Premier League players. But close, and then fifteen. Yeah, hey, he is that hot and cold kind of player, isn't Kapu, he? Capu, listen, I, I'm just, I'm, la- I'm sort of laughing a little bit. Capu was on my bench, my first bench player, and Gunduan didn't play. Look so, yeah, I got a ten point bonus with Capu coming in. 
Um, glad that Troy Deeney got an assist. Troy Deeney keeps not scoring his 100th Premier League goal. Uh, and Is he so sitting on 100? He's sitting on 99. Or 99. He's sitting on 99? Yes. He's been on 99 since I the like beginning that. of October. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I like that guy. It's a shame. Yeah, Did anyone miss Odie Nagalo? Not one person. Did he even play? I don't think so. Is he still in the he league? He didn't start. He's still. He's definitely still in the league. Hey, listen. We mock Capu, but he's his price is still four point nine. Yeah, but you can't play him. You can't own him, right? He was on your bench for a reason. Absolutely, you can own him. You own him because of his price, and then if and you, you just hope he subs in on a week like why this. Why not? Why not? Hey, do you know where yeah. he ranks on the that yearly? That means your fourth midfielder needs to be a guy that could potentially not play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Scott, do you know? Uh, there's some truth in that, Brian. Um, Capu. <laughs> Kapoo. No, it's not. You don't. You don't start a guy and hope he doesn't start. That's okay. like the hey. anti-strategy. Okay. Hey, hey, mockers! <laughs> Hoping that Kapoo subs in is one of the dumbest possible things that you could ever do. Fair. In, in fantasy you know what? Sport. There's a lot of truth in that. But you know what? Kapoo has 68 points on the year. How many does Firmino have? Scott, I I don't even know. Seventy. I refuse. How to many look. does KDB have? Yeah, but Kapoo scored 69. But hey, sure, Kapoo sure. Scott. One and two points less than De Bruyne and Firmino. But he does it. He's scored all those goals in four weeks. Points are points. That's <laughs> true. Points. It's true. But if you're not, damn it. <laughs> points are points. That's the counterpoint best thing we to <laughs> owning Etienne Capoue as your fifth midfielder and hoping he subs in. Counterpoint. Points are points. So I really can't argue with that, Dave. Congratulations. I don't care where you get them, but they're points. Yeah. It's true. I just don't think you're going to play him every week and and go through the zeros and ones that you're going through to get to the 15. All right. Well, he does, Brian was fibbing. He he was mocking when he it's said that. Like, it's been it's, threes and twos, not zeros and, and ones. Whatever. How many, however many, however many clean sheets were in there in matches where he did not get a yellow card. That's I would like to bring good. this up, too, and this is interesting. The only other Watford player, there's no one on El- um, Leicester that I want, personally, but Holobos, yeah. and I think I'm saying that correctly. I actually, he, they started spelling his name differently on the back yeah, of his Yeah, with kid. a C-H. Yeah, yeah we talked it's, about it's that in Chol- a How to Say segment. We did. That was it's, a How to Say right, last year. Earlier in this, so, earlier so in how, how, say it for me. I'm not. <laughs> you forget, too. Um, <laughs> Ch- Cholobos. No. No, you want Holobos. Holobos. Um, he is a $4.8 bedillion dollars yeah. as a defender. Yeah, you poo-pooed him a few weeks ago. Well, so his last... Are you off your poo-pooing? A little bit. His last <laughs> six games. I'm going to have to go six games back, and you'll see why. 6-15-6-6. Yeah, lots of clean sheets. Amazing. And then he got that red card, so minus two. Yep. And then obviously zero is his red card that he set out. But he's going to be back, and I'm just saying, hey... Listen, that's not a bad ad. Watford's upcoming schedule, Stoke at West nice. Brom, Everton at City. Obviously, you don't like that. I'm just saying. Now, I bought him I bought him two weeks ago just in time for him to pick get up the, his fifth yellow sure. and get suspended for this match. Oh, is that? I thought it was a red, though. I think it was a red. I think it was a straight red because that's why I got that minus two. Anyways, continue. No, I'm saying I think he I, – I don't – I don't remember him getting a straight red. If it was a straight stats, red, he'd be out for three. I'm pretty sure it was. You're right. You're right he, fair enough. But get, get either way, the. Snap uh, no, boy. I'm saying I think it was a fifth. I'm pretty sure it was no, a fifth. No, you're good. Field. I'm with Look, you. the point is, this week, on a, a brief fantasy update, I couldn't. this could not have gone better for me this week because I had uh, Smith from Burn, Burnmouth. Bournemouth? Bournemouth. Oh. Bournemouth. 
I had both of those guys <laughs> on both of those guys on suspension. Beller and out, so I had to start Jordy Amat and Patrick Van Onholt. And Amat got and Amat played for the first time in multiple weeks. <laughs> like I ended up having, a, I ended up getting more points from my defenders this week than if I had started three. And I had Bellerin in there as my starter. So it was a great week. But yeah, I definitely I I I mentioned him in the week that you said there's nobody on Watford I would even want. They're nowhere near as good as Arsenal. I'm pretty sure that's how you probably it. of course. We've done all this talking about this match. We haven't even talked about the man of the match. There's a guy that I've been keeping my eye on all year long, waiting for him to play well. And uh, Ron Robert Zeiler, not him. Oh, and it got it's it, you know it's like I'm I'm watching him and waiting to see you know, when would be a good time to start playing him. And all of a sudden this week I felt this urgency, like I should have already picked him up. It was amazing how fast that changed. I'm talking, of course, about Roberto Pereira. He was excellent in this match. Yeah. Goal and assist. Great goal. And a great, great goal. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I don't know. I, I'm searching for a way to get him in my lineup. Everton won, Swansea won. Seamus Coleman. This was sad. Seamus Coleman and Gilfie Sigurdsson. Curse ye, Seamus! <laughs> May the devil cut the head off you and make a day's work of your neck. <laughs> it's an Irish curse. Happened. It's an Irish curse. Oh. I was cursing Seamus Coleman. With an Irish curse. I like Seamus Coleman. He's really good. He's really, absolutely. But it killed the Swansea, the first it killed Bob the, Bradley it killed the Swansea the Bob, the Bob Bradley win. train. And Didn't kill it. It just kept it moving really slowly. <laughs> as slowly as it's been moving. <laughs> For the last five matches. Uh, Everton winless in their last five against Swansea. Not a total. And then three draws and three losses in their last six for the Kuman train. Not a derailment, but there's something. There's a wheel off. Something's going on there. Cause yeah, that, they they won four of their first five, and then they, they go they go. Three draws, three losses in their last six. You know the the fans. You can tell the fans started to sense what was possible, like we did. Yeah. About six weeks ago, and I mean they got booed off at halftime. They got whistled off at the end of the match. I I still think I would not count them out. Maybe I'm the last person around. That you just has don't some faith want your them. brother to be right. Listen. <laughs> I there might be some truth in that. Brother Matt is not a fan of Everton. He hates Everton. And he Everton. points that out every time. Every time he says I'm on Crazy Town because I talk about the Cumin Train, he goes, "You guys just do. We don't talk about the Crazy Crazy Train." He sounds just like that. Yeah, he does. We heard really that in a really good impression. Yeah. Um, listen, kudos to both of you adding Sigurdsson to your lineup. I don't right. know. How, I don't know what else kudos I can do to say to you. I don't know what else I can say about Gilfie. I did not add him. I wish I would have. Seven point two Gilfie. Uh, his last five games, nine two five five nine. And Bob Bradley recognizes that he's the best player that he has. That yeah, and he's, 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 the put, best he's going to be he's putting, putting him, him in his, up front. In a, yep. Yep. yep, excellent. And then and then Lukaku, you said it's funny. You said uh, my notes in the bottom, Scott. Sell Lukaku with a question mark. I I, I don't know what to do with yeah. him. Yeah. To Brian's credit, something seems wrong. You mentioned it earlier, which yeah, we said right. we'd get to it now. I don't know what's going on there. There's two games in a row where you didn't get anything. His last five is 8, 5, 12, 2, and 2. But the last two games seem to worry you. Maybe it's just a little blip in the radar. Their upcoming schedule, out at Southampton, Manchester United, at Watford, Arsenal. Because of where they're playing 
at Watford and at Southampton, they make those games tougher. And of course, then you're adding United and Arsenal in there. That's and not... then after that, home to Liverpool. Okay, they have a tough something yeah. coming up. I mean, the that, next that trail, five, that trail, the, and that's the exactly why the up. Premier League is saying, the suggesting the possibility of selling him. He's the third most transferred out this round already. Lukaku. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I mean, feel like that that Kuman train. Right now, like like they're about to come up on an ambush, Brian. The injury roundup ambush, and like yeah. it, it's hiding out there, and it's going to ambush a train as they're trying to creep through the the wild west. Yeah, this is a good wild west analogy. I love that. Yeah, sure. Stoke nil, Bournemouth one. Man, oh man! Nathan Ake with the lone goal, clean sheet for the is chairs. Is it Ake or Aki? Pretty sure the emphasis is on the e. It's Ake, okay. and if you want to get all Dutch about it, it's Nathan. It's nothing? not Nathan. It's nothing. It's a. It's a. Ake. It's a, okay, yeah. Ake. Stop saying it like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was his first start. First start this year. Hey, it comes in right away and blasts a goal. Is he a Chelsea, Chelsea loanee? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if he was sold or if he's still loaned out. They have like 53 guys loaned out. So, you know, uh, what do you do? Junior Stanislas with the assist. Yeah, you Scott, did. Lots of good points. Scott, you kept the faith that, with Junior guy, Stanislas. Man. Yeah, well, it's just because my squad's so bad everywhere else. I didn't get to, get to transfer him out when he was hurt. How about all the first for cherries in this one? First away clean sheet since February. It's their first win at Stoke in any competition since 1991. Wow. It's their first Premier League win in November. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Dave, your boy, Jack Wilshire, no, almost had a very nice goal. Right Did off he the play the full the 90 minutes? Yeah, he's been playing the full 90 for like This is the, the first time in games. a long time that he's played the full 90. No, no, like the last four games he's yeah. played the full 90. Disappointing for Stoke. They're up to 13th in the table. They've they've picked up 11 points since the beginning of October, which is the third most of any Premier League team. Only Chelsea and Liverpool have picked up more since then. In the top eight in defenders real quick because we need to keep keep the thing moving. Hey, Three Chelsea defenders, two Arsenal defenders, and two Cherries yeah. in the top eight defenders. Stephen Cook and Charlie Daniels. Stephen Cook, 4.9. Charlie Daniels, 5.1. Both 47 points scored in What's the top wrong? eight. Stephen Cook and Charles Daniels. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Old, old, Chuck, old Chucky D. Steve and Charlie. Hey, who'd have thought that we'd be talking about Bournemouth defenders right now? Yeah. No, that's valid. Uh, you know, Steve, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Both are scoring the points. I say that they're not score. They're not getting the points though, based on you know clean sheets necessarily. I, They've had four this year. This was their fourth out of twelve matches. I will say their next two games at Arsenal, Liverpool. So you mm. might want to pump the brakes on them. But I'm just not saying, great in their next two, and then they play at Burnley and home Leicester after yeah. that. So you're not going to be mad about owning those yeah. guys. You got to hey, get through those matches. The only Stoke person, in my opinion, worth owning. Is maybe a Joe Allen, but he's Roger suspended. East. He's suspended until yep. December third. Yep. So pump the brakes he, on Joe he's Allen. He's one of those guys. He's, he's the reason why we need a yellow card. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Roger East. He did his best Stoke player impersonation as the referee in this match. Oh. How really? do you not call a penalty on Shawcross at the, at the, in the first half of this match? Ryan Shawcross wow. on his fourth yellow. That could have been he's a red one card. of the guys that's on four yellows. That should have been a red card. He was the last. Last defender 
uh, on that play. Like I just on Callum Wilson slides in, takes out Wilson's feet, doesn't get anything on the ball. How is that not a penalty and a sending off? It's luck. It's mm. it's it's the Stoke effect. It's it's Stoke. They're so they're so rough and they commit so many fouls and 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 can't play good defense without using their hands and their feet in the wrong ways that they get some of these easy calls not called. Hey, do you think the U.S. could uh, lure Eddie Howe to come coach the national team? Not a chance. Mm. Not a chance. Um, the Joe Allen magic ran out. The Shakiri uh, magic was gone, Shakiri too. Shakiri magic is gone. Pretty wasteful. The Mark Aronadovich magic is long gone. Yeah. I'm starting to think maybe these guys aren't going to have the best year. <laughs> I think it's the Mark Hughes effect, if anything. Stoke gets Watford and Burnley in their next two, and thus ends the great run of matches for Stoke. And they, they haven't done anything with the, the great run. Six. No, they, I mean, we just said they picked up a lot of points might compared to where they were. Well, they were okay. dead true, last. They, they're in 13th. They've, they, done, they've, they've no, done okay. That's fair, but they've had no player. Uh, my point being, they had no players become standouts in fantasy, which yeah. we thought might arise. Shakiri, Shakiri had two magics. Joe Allen had a few magics, and then there's no more magics. Sunderland three, Hall nil. Jermaine Defoe and the victor and Nietzsche be brace. Just in time, you know, we had our how to say just in time from to score two more goals this weekend. Scott, if you were to think about the the top, like who would be the sixth all-time scorer, the the used to play in the MLS, Toronto. What's Toronto's mascot? Toronto Stars? I think they're the, the Raptors. Toronto. No, it's basketball. This is not a basketball. I think they're the, the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. MLS team. Uh-huh. Sorry, MLS. I just smacked you in the face again. Didn't mean to. But the sixth all-time EPL score. Who is that? David, Jermaine Defoe. David Beckham. It is Jermaine Defoe, and he <laughs> played in the U.S. for at least two years. Bend it like Beckham. That guy's amazing. Brian, you said it four weeks ago. I don't know what else. Best to, I don't value know. in the league, and it's almost impossible to agree with. I don't know what. He is the second highest striker scorer, and he's a 7.5. I don't know what you need to do. I don't know what I don't know what else there is to say about that guy. Only Costa is ahead of him in striker scoring. You have to have him. He gets an assist, too, in this one. It's, it is the Defoe... Uh, Van Onholt Anichabi show right now at he looks at a Sunderland. lot better with some help with Anichabe who is yeah and that's the reason why a lot of people are buying Anichabe now who's like five four, cents yeah yeah four people are buying late. that buying and late. I don't know four about four point six they're buying late vi- you're buying late he's not even buying late he's in he's had two good matches it's not going to last it's not going to last. It's going to end this weekend at Liverpool. Okay, maybe, maybe. But Defoe will D- Defoe will live on. His ability to make those runs toward goal. I mean, you give him the ball within thirty yards and let him turn around and face the goal. He's going to charge right at it, go around some guys and score. I'm not saying and, and Chibe is going to be scoring at the pace that he has. You just made up a name, Achibe. 
Yes, Santa Claus. <laughs> who is that? Who, who's a Chibi? Left out a syllable. I think that's Victor. a. I think that's a. And a Chibi. I, I think that's a. And I a Nichibi. I think a Chibi is one of. Were you listening last week, Dave? I think a Chibi is one of Indiana Jones' guides in Indiana oh, Jones and the Temple of. Were you listening to last week's Once show again, when Brian taught us? I am figuring out ways to butcher things. No doubt. Can and, I just go ahead? And a Chibi. A Nichibi. A Nichibi. Yeah, that's better. What did I say? Ach Achbe? <laughs> Achibe. Victor. Fetch me the fetch Fetch me Scroll. my Yeah. Oh my gosh. Victor. Fetch me my travel. Don't buy Victor. I am much more optimistic. Don't on buy that Victor now. Fair Don't enough. We'll see. I think you're wrong. We'll see who's right. I think you're wrong. Can I just go ahead and get the pun out of the way? I guess. Go Sunderland, get it. we're lights out this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Don't you want to say, just as a reminder, I don't even know if it's worth owning Robert Snodgrass. What do you even want to do with What are you Paul? hoping for there? I mean, he's you're hoping that he's the, the only guy. That's it. He And he has been. And he has been the only guy. But That's for all. so many weeks, there are no guys. Not yeah, even Robert Snodgrass. I know. So I don't not, know. He had a not. chance. He had a sh- he had a shot that was close to goal in this one. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's the uh, the epitome of the half chance. But uh, wh- yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not even a, a fifth or sixth midfielder for you at this point. I don't even know what the point is of, any, of anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, West Brom four, Burnley nil. Baggies. This doesn't even seem real. Matt Phillips. Baggies. James Morrison. Stephen Fletcher. Solomon Rondon. Well, listen, before we dive too far into this, I know exactly what happened in this game. You got a clean sheet for your hold on recent purchase. Nope. Gareth McCollum. Nope. Okay. I mean, technically yes, but Tom Heaton, underneath his West Brom kit. Had his England English three lines <laughs> national kit on, and that Brian is the reason why he let four goals in. I don't Sorry. think this was his fault. Sorry, he. Oh, no, it worries. wasn't his fault. It was the English national team's fault. He was he, he finally got called up. He's he plays, and he comes back to the Premier League, and there's a there's a national team hangover. It's obvious what happened. The curse of the English national team, and all the English nationals will tell you that. If the tabloid reports are true of actual hangovers among multiple players. Oh, in the game, oh wow. Good transition, Scott. Uh, you, uh, transitioning. You, you had quite the astute uh, pun there. Just saying. Rooney <laughs> out drinking with the ladies. Hey, do you know no, the, he crashed a wedding. You know Whatever. The, yeah, but do you know what the <laughs> score was, Dave, the last time uh, West Brom hosted Burnley? For, it, it was 4 0. No way. Come on. Barra Hippo with the. Oh, oh yeah. I miss, where's that guy? He's, he's they still, don't need him. That dude's just cramming, they don't need him. cramming Twinkies. Yeah, because no, they, they don't need Solomon him. Rondon. Matt Phillips, man. Matt Phillips, awesome. is the, Matt Phillips is the guy to talk about. Not even Rondon as much as Matt Phillips. He's he's doing very well. This is a diff, this is not your typical West Brom club. I think they're ninth in the table. And Chadley hasn't been playing. He's been injured. Exactly. So yeah. You, right. you throw Chadley back into the mix. This West Brom team. Don't sleep on him, man. All of a sudden, they'll they'll, they'll throw a four spot on a, you. Phillips is the new Chadley, 13 and 14 in his last, last two. Last couple games. Owned by no one, and he's just $5.1. Another but another good Gundogan replacement for the price. You thought or, it took guts to buy Chadley. Yeah, I know. I was you just going to say. You want to have some guts 
If go go by Phillips. I don't know what else to say about Solomon Rondon. I don't. I I don't know. Yeah, he's great. I, I don't know Wait what else to say about. But Rondon, his last five games before this, no, he hasn't, one, done, he hasn't scored twos. Yeah. Right. I mean, and boom, so has Lukaku. So is Lukaku. So is Aguero. Not that. That's not actually true. But I mean, yes, it is. No, this is two. Lukaku weeks. had two games of twos. Right. This is two. Rondon's had five weeks of twos and then a nine. Look. I'm just, we talked about this I before. see you double-checking. You're no. double-checking right no, now. I'm not double-checking. Uh, what I'm double-checking is Solomon Rondon is one, two, three, four, five, sixth in striker scoring. Sixth. Yes. Six point five. I there, agree. There is, there is, I don't know what else to say about Solomon Rondon, except if you had him, you have the sixth best striker, and he only has four points less than Zlatan. For the year, this is true. If you're Actually gonna correct. give me the points, remember points. If is you're points. gonna say points are points, fair enough. I'm saying we've said all along there is hardly a better third striker than Solomon Rondon, and right. this is exactly why. Unless it's Jermaine Defoe. Can Defoe. that please right. be the title of this of this pod? Absolutely. Points, points is points or points. Points, no, no doubt. Point, no, points not, is points. No, not points is. Yeah, points. I guess so. Achibe. Achibe. Uh, if uh, if Phillips is the new Chadley, who's gonna be the new Phillips? That's the guy I want to go by. Um, that's an interesting point. All right, Brian, yellow card update. Who's yellow on cards? This is getting. Uh, this is, getting... is there a siren? Can we <laughs> can we have some <laughs> kind of a siren? Oh, uh, we will effort something. You will love it. Uh, the, I don't. I mean, there's something that we can play. I guess that just let make sure that everybody knows that they're they need to be on warning. Underneath all of that, can you just play one siren that just is yes, is going sure. constantly? Of course, yeah, sure. Look, all right, here's your yellow card update really quick because this is important to keep in mind. I don't know how many people own Johan Kabai or Wayne Rooney. I'm assuming there are some. Ryan Shawcross, Robert Huth, Paul Pogba, Mikhail Antonio, Marijuan Fellaini, Jan Vertonghen, Diego Costa, Craig Dawson. Those oh. are all of those guys. They're not the only ones, but those are the those are the guys that are likely of you if you own someone, you're probably more likely to own those guys than than almost anyone else on the list, unless you want to tell me that a lot of people own Sam Klukas <laughs> from Hall City. Probably not. Point well made. Brian, excellent, excellent yellow and card. And that update. is your yellow card update. Love it. Love it. Got a buy sell of the week, Dave? Nope. All right, <laughs> Brian. Uh, look, I don't mind if you buy Nath- buy Nathaniel Klein. I don't know how else to That's say. A good point. Yeah. I don't know how else to say buy Gilfy. Uh, I don't know how else to say um, you should buy Charlie Austin, Jermaine Defoe, Rondon maybe, or Rondon if you're a dummy. <laughs> While you're looking at me. I'm thinking about uh, saving some money and finally letting loose uh, Dimitri Payet and picking up Roberto Pereira. Interesting. I think Pereira is on the ascendancy. Well, he, that might be your new Matt Phillips, sort of. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Okay. Listen, what a fun day. What a fun pod. Yeah. Got some screaming in there. Found out the points are points. Hey, follow us on – check us out on our website – FantasySoccerFC.com on Twitter at FantasySoccerFC for Scott, for Brian this is David did I do that right Scott? 
No, you're David for everybody, not just for us. Fair enough. Hey, you are your own David. (laughs) Until next time.